This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 57 of Curry in the Pot. I'm back again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, before I get into today's episode and recap week one's games, I just want to dedicate this episode to my beautiful, lovely mother. Today is her 52nd birthday, so it's a very special day. I want to dedicate this episode to her. And I just wanted to alert everybody because some people have asked me about it. But yes, I'm in fact on the iTunes podcast. Curry in the Pot is available there. You can feel free to check me out on there. I'm on podcast app as well as SoundCloud. And also follow my Instagram, Curry in the Pot Post. That's at Curry in the Pot Post. So yeah, you can follow me on all of those platforms. But yes, I'm definitely on Apple. I'm on iTunes podcast and the podcast app. So go subscribe, man. Give your boy five stars. So... Let's hop right into this episode. So we got week one in the rear view. I'm going to predict those games. Me and my brother B. Jones, we predicted week one last week. We had a lot to talk about last week. If you guys enjoy B. Jones, man, let me know, man, because I want to bring him back. I want to have him in here more often because not only is he one of my longtime friends, he does a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you guys don't even know about, but that's my brother for life. Shout out to my boy B. Jones. All right, so... Let's talk about week one. I did bad on the picks. Um, well, bad to my standards. I don't know what you guys' standards are, but my standards are very high because I picked 60% of the games correct last year. Yes, over 60% of the games correct. So this week I went 8-6-1. Obviously, nobody really foresaw that tie coming with the Steelers and the Browns, but it was a really good game, man. I just I, I hate ties. I know they don't do it in the playoffs. They do sudden death. They should implement that into the NFL regular season. I think they should do that. But let's talk about week one. So the first game, I got this one wrong. It was the Eagles and the Falcons. And let me talk about Matt Ryan. Let me talk about Matt Ryan. I'm really disappointed in him. It's been said that that's possibly the worst game he played in his career last week. Matt Ryan, what are you doing? You're getting paid $30 million annually to look average. And it was a stat last week that Andy Dalton and Matt Ryan have pretty comparable career stats with the exclusion of Matt Ryan's MVP season a couple years ago. We all know Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. He is now head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. But let me read you these because I thought it was very interesting and eye-popping. So Matt Ryan and Andy Dalton. Win percentage, same thing, 0.587, that's 58% of their wins. They have that same win percentage. Completion percentage, Matt Ryan, 64.2%, Andy Dalton, 62.3%. Passing yards per game, Matt Ryan, 259.5, Andy Dalton, 234.3. Touchdown to interception ratio, almost identical, 1.85 Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton, 1.80. Passer rating. Matt Ryan, 90.6. Andy Dalton's passer rating, 88.7. So, I know stats aren't everything, but these stats are showing me that Matt Ryan may just be an over-glorified Andy Dalton. I think he's better than Andy Dalton for sure, but the stats don't lie. They're telling me that they're almost the same. They have a star wide receiver, and they just don't deliver. But... I just don't know what to really think about this because obviously Matt Ryan's MVP season was a bit of a fluke. 
Steve Sarkeesian, the offensive coordinator. Now he's not really a good offensive coordinator in the NFL on the NFL level. So I just don't know. But Matt Ryan, you're getting paid 100 million American dollars, 30 mil a year. You just signed a big extension, that fat extension, and you're not producing. You guys have the Eagles beat. Honestly, I attribute that game to the early possession, the first possession of the game where the Falcons elected to go for it on fourth and goal, and they kicked, they didn't, they, um, they didn't kick a field goal. In terms, on the last drive, they could have drove down the field, kicked the field goal, go to overtime, try a chances there, but they just did not get it done, and I picked that game wrong, obviously. Next game, Ravens the Bills. This was an absolute blowout. I picked the Ravens to win. I didn't think they would do them that bad, but... The Bills started Nathan Peterman. I thought they were going to start rookie Josh Allen, but they will start him in week two. Yeah, Nathan Peterman's just not very good. He threw like five interceptions in the first half against the Chargers last year. He's not good. Moving right along, Giants and Jaguars. I picked this game incorrect, but this was a nice game. It was a showdown between one of the best corners in the league, my guy Jalen Ramsey, and Odell Beckham Jr., his first game since October of last year. And... I thought it was a really good matchup. Odell won some. Jalen won some. Eli Manning had a few overthrows. But I thought it was a good matchup all in all. The Giants did ultimately fall short and they lost. But it's a really close game. It was a good game. Leonard Fournette went down in that game. The Giants really need to address that right tackle position. Eric Flowers is awful. <laughs> he's, he's so bad. Like He's going to be out of the league soon. Next game, Saints and Buccaneers. This game was an absolute shootout. An unexpected shootout. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the gunslinger, and he had himself a day, ladies and gentlemen. He had four touchdowns and 417 passing yards, hooking up with Deshaun Jackson twice, Mike Evans. That game was crazy. I, I did not pre predict the Buccaneers to beat the Saints by any means. I thought the Saints defense was a little bit better, but they gave up a whopping 48 points to the Bucs, a team that I predicted to win like four games this year. But... We'll just have to see how the rest of the season goes. Next game, Patriots-Texans. I picked this game incorrectly. I thought the Texans would come out, you know, high, a little strong, but they didn't. Deshaun Watson looked worse than how he looked in his rookie year. I hope it's not a sophomore slump, but he didn't look that good. Patriots got it done. Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady, you got to get sick of these guys, but you got to respect them. So the Patriots got that one. Next game was the Vikings and 49ers. It was a good game. I picked Minnesota win that game. 24-16 was the final score. Kirk Cousins gets his first win as a member of the Minnesota Vikings. Next game, the Dolphins and Titans. It was the rain delay game. That game lasted forever. We all know the tropical hurricane. Hurricane Florence is coming down south soon. But that game was in a rain delay the whole game. Like, pretty much the whole game. It was a 1 o'clock game. I don't think that game ended till about 7, 38 o'clock. And that game was crazy. I think players can lose rhythm in a game like that, obviously. I had the Titans winning. They lost. Dolphins got it done, though. Another team I predicted to have a bad year. We'll just have to see. I might keep getting a surprise. Next game, Colts and Bengals. I picked this game incorrectly. The Bengals got it done. Joe Mixon had himself a day. They spoiled Andrew Luck's return. He Joe Mixon did his thing receiving and rushing the ball. The Bengals got it done. This is a team I'm predicting to have a bad year as well. Next game was the Browns-Steelers game. That game was wild. Block field goals. Big Ben throwing so many interceptions. 
that game was wild, man. I re- I was really rooting for the Browns because they had multiple chances to win, but they just didn't get it done. Next game was the Chargers and the Chiefs. Now, let me talk about this. Let me talk about Patrick Mahomes. And I've been high on this guy for a while, ever since he got drafted. Ever since I, I saw him on John Gruden's football camp. All the football fans, they know all about that. But when I saw him on Gruden's camp, I was like, oh, my goodness. This guy has a rocket. This guy could be like maybe Aaron Rodgers one day. He has he has some remarkable talent. And Andy Reid is a really good quarterback whisperer. He knows how to get the best out of his QBs. And we saw it this past Sunday. Tyreek Hill had himself a day. Punt return. Taking a slant to the distance. like he Tyreek Hill is special. He is a remarkable weapon. The Chiefs are very fortunate to have. But Pat Mahomes was really good. And a day with Kareem Hunt wasn't all that good. But Pat Mahomes was absolutely remarkable. And he got it done. Chiefs won that game. Next game was the Broncos and the Seahawks. I picked Denver in that one. Finally a game I picked correctly. Only one of eight games I picked correctly. But Denver got it done. Emmanuel Sanders had himself a day. The Seahawks, they only lost by three. But they lost Doug Baldwin in that game. He's slated to miss a few weeks. Next game, Cowboys-Panthers. I told y'all. I said it on the episode last week. I said I think teams are going to put eight in the box. Because they know Dak Prescott cannot beat them. And there's a bunch of unproven commodities in their receiving corps. It really is. Michael Gallup. We know Cole Beasley, but he's primarily a slot guy. Alan Hearns. He had a few good seasons in Jacksonville, but he's not a true number one. More like a number two. Jason Witten's gone. They released Des Bryant. They just have a, a really unproven receiving corps fairly unknown and I think teams are just forcing Dak Prescott to beat them and they're putting eight in the box on Ezekiel Elliott he's the only playmaker on that offense Connor Williams started at left guard he got absolutely abused by K1 short the Cowboys just didn't have good field position in that first half and I thought they shot themselves in the foot with the bad field positioning and costly penalties but I just don't think the Cowboys are going to be all that. I think teams are going to put eight in the box on Zeke because they respect Zeke. They know Zeke is a top three running back in the league. He can do a lot of special things. He did get into the end zone. But Dak Prescott is not that type of QB that's going to bring you back from a, a large deficit. And granted, they only lost by eight. But Dak Prescott had to throw the ball down the field for them to even get downfield and try to score and then get a two-point conversion. Dak Prescott's just not that kind of guy. He's a bit of a game manager. He can do some things moving around, running the football, and, you know, using his legs. But he's not that type of QB. He's a dink and dunk type of QB. Hence, his passing numbers, he didn't even get 200 yards receiving. I mean, passing. I'm sorry. But, yeah, Cole Beasley was the best receiver. Michael Gallup, the rookie they drafted, he only had one catch. Tavon Austin, non-existent. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. The Panthers play really well at home. They have a really good front seven. Luke Keekley, K1 Short. Just a good defense all in all. Shaq Thompson. And they got that one done, man. They got it done. The Giants will come to Jerry World on Sunday Night Football. I'm looking forward to seeing that, and I will predict that soon. Next game, Cardinals Redskins. I picked my team to win that game. I didn't think they would do the Cardinals like that. I didn't think so, but the Redskins controlled that game. They controlled time of possession, just punishing the the Cardinals with long drives. 
Long drive, 12 play, 10 play, 11 play drive down the field and converting it for touchdown. The Redskins had like 36 first downs in that game. Chris Thompson, Adrian Peterson, Jordan Reed, they played really well. I really like what Alex Smith can do, the intangibles, the off-schedule things he can do. I think, uh, hey, the Redskins could win nine games this year. It's not far-fetched. Just, nah, trust me on this one. Their defense played really well. They play really sound football. They have the coach coming to town at FedEx right around the corner from my house. We'll see how that one goes. Next game was the Sunday night football game, and that was the Packers and the Bears. We all saw Aaron Rodgers do what Aaron Rodgers does best. But the Bears, they they blew this game more than Aaron Rodgers won this game. I know Aaron Rodgers went out, and he came back. He got carted off, and he came back in the second half. But the Bears really shot themselves in the foot. But Khalil Mack, he had himself a game, and he balled out on a snap count, okay? He's not in perfect shape yet. Wait till this guy gets in game shape. He's going to be, whoo, that defense is looking scary. It's young. It's it's ready, man. You got Leonard Floyd. They drafted Roquan Smith, who had a sack on his first snap. Khalil Mack, Kyle Fuller's out there. He dropped that pick. They would have sealed the game. They got Eddie Goldman, uh, Akeem Hicks. They got some pieces, man. The Bears have some nice young pieces. But I think, I give credit when credit is due, but I think the Bears choke this game away that's what i think and then we had the two monday night football games we had an absolute blowout the jets beating the brakes off of the lions 48 to 17 my god i picked the jets to win that game but i didn't think they would beat them that bad defense played off the charts sam donald he threw a pick six on his first pass but he was calm cool and collective and the jets looked really good their defense was strong the second game, I predicted this. The Rams almost scored 40 on the Raiders. It almost happened. The Raiders just look bad. Me and B. Jones, we think this John Gruden thing is going to be an absolute disaster. I just, it's just, it doesn't look to be good. And we had rookie head coaches go 0-7. That's Tennessee head coach Mike Vrabel, Giants coach Pat Shermer, Detroit Lions coach Matt Patricia, and I'm hearing some 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 rumbles that the Lions players don't like them already. Stuff like that. Arizona coach Steve Wilkes, John Gruden, Oakland Raiders, Matt Nagy, Chicago Bears head coach, and Frank Reich, the Indianapolis Colts head coach. All those rookie head coaches went 0-7. So, I'm going to talk real briefly the injuries. Obviously, we know Aaron Rodgers, Doug Baldwin, Greg Olson, Delaney Walker is out for the season. Redskins lost a few guys that made the team. Mr. Relevant, Trey Quinn, and Cam Sims also. But let's hop into week two. So, we got the Thursday night game tonight. We got the Bengals and the Ravens. I'm going with Baltimore. I'm going to take the Ravens. I like what they were able to do last week. The Bengals did get a W. But I like the Ravens in this one. I like their defense. Sunday, 1 o'clock, we got Falcons and Panthers. The Falcons really cannot afford to go 0-2. I don't think they can afford it, but they are at home. This is tough. But I like Carolina in a close game. I'm going to take Carolina. Next game, Redskins-Colts. That's the Redskins home opener. I'm taking the Redskins. I like what they did last week. I think that the Colts sort of exposed. I mean, the Colts sort of exposed themselves, but I think the Bengals 
expose the Colts and their defense, which is really unproven. They don't really have a run game yet. They still have T.Y. Hilton and Eric Ebron, who they just signed. But I think the Redskins saw some stuff that they can, you know, exploit from the Colts. And I'm taking the Redskins to win this. So I'm taking them to start off 2-0. Next game, t- Titans and Texans. I almost said Texans, But I'm going to take... Wow, both of these teams lost last week. But I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Houston. I'm gonna take Deshaun Watson and those guys. I'm counting on the Texans to get a W. Bucks, Eagles. I'm not gonna drink the Kool-Aid and all that. But I'm going with the Eagles to go 2-0. I just think they'll I think they'll win. I think they will be in good position by the time Carson Wentz comes back. Alshon Jeffrey is still out. We know that. But I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles. But the Bucks, I'm expecting a good game, though. But I'm going to take the Eagles. Steelers and Chiefs. Man. So we all know James Conner played really well last week. And Antonio Brown, he got his. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Both of these defense aren't even all that. I think you may see a lot of points scored in this one. I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to take the Chiefs. I really do. I want to take the Chiefs. I want to take Kansas City. Next game, Jets Dolphins. I'm gonna take the Jets. Picking the Jets to start off two and zero. Next game, Bills Chargers. I'm picking the Chargers to win that one. Next game after that is the Packers and the Vikings. I'm gonna take Minnesota. We saw Aaron Rodgers under a lot of duress, and the Packers' run game never got going, and the Vikings' defense is better than the Bears' defense. They have better players across the board, Harrison Smith, Xavier Rhodes, Anthony Barr. They have a bunch of good players, and their offense is really good too. Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen. I'm going to take Minnesota. Saints and Browns. This is another game I'm a little iffy about, but I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints. I just don't know if they will have an answer for Alvin Kamara as well as Michael Thomas. I'm going to take New Orleans. Next game, 49ers and Lions. I'm going to take I'm going to take San Fran in this one. I'm going to take San Francisco. Next game, Rams, Cardinals. I'm taking the Rams. Not even going to think about it. Next game after that is the Jaguars and the Patriots. This is going to be a really good game. Probably the game of the week besides... Cowboys and Giants will be a good game, and Steelers Chiefs will be good too, as well as Falcons and Panthers. But I'm going to take the Jaguars to get their revenge. We don't know Will Leonard for that play. He may be like a game time decision, but I'm going to take Jacksonville. <laughs> then we have our last game during the daytime, which is the Broncos and the Raiders. I'm taking Denver. Sunday night football, we have the New York football Giants visiting the Cowboys at Jerry's World. I'm picking, I'm going to pick the Giants. They will be able to contain Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know who these receivers are. I don't know will they show themselves. They got to show me something for me to start leaning towards picking them. And I don't know who's going to stop Odell. I call him Goat Dale, but I don't know who's going to stop him. Will it be Jordan Lewis, Cheeto Bear, Woozie? I don't think either one of those guys will stop him. going to be interesting to see. What type of game plan the Cowboys defense come out with? Because they did play really good last week. They had, despite losing that game 16-8, the defense played really well. Cowboys defense played well, so I'm going to give credit when credit is due, but I'm taking the Giants to win. Monday Night Football, we have the Bears and the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Bears. I like what they showed me last week 
as I mentioned before, Doug Baldwin will not be out there. And as I mentioned, Khalil Mack was a man amongst boys. He was a man amongst men out there, for real. Like, grown men. He was destroying their right tackle, Brian Balaga. And he had himself a day. And the Seahawks offensive line isn't all that. It's been the same story for a few years now. I'm taking the Bears to win. I'm going to take the Bears to win this Monday nighter. And that just about wraps things up, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you guys for all the love and support. It's been real, man. It's been real. I had my brother B. Jones last week. If y'all want to see him, if y'all want him back on the podcast, let me know. I will get him back. If y'all want to see some other guests, let me know who they are. I might bring some other guests in here too. Y'all know I'm usually dolo, usually really selective, but probably just let me know, man. Just let me know what y'all think, but I definitely want to get B. Jones back in here maybe like once a month. But I want to thank everybody for listening one last time for the love and support. It's Mike Curry signing off. Episode number 57.